Victoria is heading to Adelaide for a Shield game against South Australia tomorrow. We catch up with the coach on the eve of each match. Chris Rogers, welcome back to the program. Hello, Jared. How are you? I'm well. Last Shield game before the before the break. So there's a bit riding on it as you head to South Australia. Uh, yeah, there's a bit on it. I, I think we're we're in the middle of the on the ladder. So we've got two wins. South Australia have got two wins, um, and, and WA and Tasmania have both got. Uh, three wins. So, um, yeah, we, we don't want to fall two games behind, uh, that's for sure. But, um, yeah, it, it wouldn't be the worst case scenario. But definitely we want to we want to stay up the top of the, um, the ladder. Go back to the, to the Queensland game at the MCG and the outstanding final session in particular. Um, what, what most pleased you from a coaching perspective as, as your captain in particular led you to victory? Yeah, I think when you when you get it, have a young captain, um, an inexperienced captain in those situations, um, you, you're not exactly sure what the decision making is, is going to be like. Um, but he did some amazing things. I mean, we, we didn't plan, for instance, for, for Scotty Boland to come back and have a quick spell before the second new new ball, um, and and he just he just decided he, to do that, um, and, and Scotty got a wicket, and then in when. Um, who was to take the new ball? He, he actually went back to Fergus O'Neill instead of bowling himself. When um, Scotty and and uh, and Will were the only ones who'd taken wickets in um, in that innings, they both had four apiece. So it was a bit of a gamble. Um, I must admit, the coaches were, were standing up there thinking, "Is this the right one?" And, and next thing you know, Fergus went um, bang bang and got the last two wickets. Um, and even the last one was it was to a catch to a, a fielder who was in a bit of a weird position. So. Um, yeah, Will got it absolutely right, and 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 the players um, supported him. So, um, you know, with with how they went about their their cricket, so it was fantastic. And his individual performance, so the sixty six in the third innings, then followed by four wickets. Um, so he led in every which way. Yeah, he, he did, and the batting's an interesting one for him. We we promoted him to number six um, last year. Uh, he's had some some success, but also I think he's found it quite tough. It, it hasn't been easy. It's a different mindset when you when you go up the order and have to play as a, as an out and out batter as well. So um, he, he's found that a little bit difficult, as as you know, young batters are going to do in in their careers. Um, so he, he needed a score really, not just for us, but for his own confidence and 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 it probably helped him with his bowling in the last innings. You know, he, he, you always want to lead by by example. Um, and, and that 66 um, got us into a great position, um, and from there we we could attack. If he hadn't have got that, we might have been, you know, having him defend a little bit with the ball in the last inning. So I'm really pleased for him. One of the exercises that that's been prevailing at the moment has been picking future Australian teams, sort of four years down the track, either white ball or red ball. And and Will's name features in in a good few of those. Can you see the trajectory where? Where he uh, can play a role for Australia in varying forms of cricket? Oh, no doubt. He, he's, I mean, he he's an out. He's a leader, which is um, it's not that common, I think. Um, and someone who sets standards, um, and, and people want to play with. Um, and then he's got, you know, he's got that kind of relentless game. Um, he, he never gives up with the ball. Um, I mean, he's as fit as anyone really in cricket, and. Uh, and then he's got great skill with the bat, so he can get there. It's going to be a challenge because there's a number of good all-rounders um, 
particularly Cameron Green and, and Aaron Hardy. Um, so he's got his work cut out for him. But, um, you know, I, I know that the national selectors uh, like Will um, and they're very hopeful. He, he, you know, he keeps putting performances on the board. The Will Pukowski discussion, I noticed um, your your thoughts in a podcast that the uh, the mental side of the game looks like he's got that in check, which makes it much more a, a form discussion around him. How, how's his actual batting going, Chris? Uh, probably not where he wants it to be. Um, he, he still looks, you know, amazing when you when you watch him play, but he's just found ways to get out. It's it's really interesting for a, for a guy who's probably had so many other focuses um, in his game. Sometimes batting's almost been secondary, and and um, he hasn't really worried about it, and it's just kind of it's just happened. But now, you know, he, he's mentally he's in a good place. Um, he's putting you know back to back games together, and he's probably focusing a lot on his batting and that's not always helpful in, in cricket you know you can you can overcook it so he just needs to find the balance um right about that and and the other thing i think one score with him um and that will turn the corner quickly and, and he'll go on a, a run of a few scores would you would you love to see him get that under his belt before this long break oh look i think at any time um will because he gets stuck in and and um and get to start uh, a decent start. I think uh, it spells trouble for the opposition because he's one of those players who just seems to be out. Uh, once he's in, he, he he doesn't get out. He just hasn't quite got to that stage yet um, this season. But you know, we, we we know it's around the corner. Is this one of those matches that Scott Boland won't be part of? Uh, it is. Um, bowled roughly fifty overs in the last game. Um, on average, fast bowlers bowl about 32 in a game. So um, definitely has, has spiked a little bit there. But um, I, I think more selectors are, you know, who are really happy with the, the form he showed. He probably that's the best he's bowled for us this year, um, and they'll be very um, happy to kind of just make sure he's ready to go for the, the test summer because they've, they've asked a lot of. Um, Hazelwood, Stark and Cummins and, and they'll need some backup at, at stages so they want uh, Scotty Bowen to be cherry right. Yeah, so you feel like you'll be handing him over to Australia in the right sort of shape to be ready to go whenever required? Yeah, I mean, I I always want him to be playing for Victoria and, I, you know, like I think there is benefit for him to to um, continue to play for Victoria. I think he's one of those bowlers who gets better the more he bowls, but You've got to balance that out with making sure he's um, he's fit and rearing to go. So, yeah, it's a, it's a not a perfect scenario for us, but you know we we, we accept that he's cricket Australia contracted. Do you bring Peter Siddle in? We do. So you know we we we're lucky enough to bring Sid's back. Um, I think one of the things about Scotty is his, his um, ability against uh, left-handed batters, which which. Isn't that easy, but with, with Sid, he's got that skill as well. So um, it's a bit of a luck for luck there. And is Todd Murphy available? No, um, he's going to rest again. Um, he's just still trying to get this um, this shoulder situation right, and, and he'll be ready to go for the, the Australia A game um, next week. So uh, we, we picked Doug Warren again. How did he go first up? Uh, really well. I, I think he... Um, you know, he, he bowled um, miserly that, that the, the opposition never got on top of him. I can only really remember um, one 
out and out aggressive shot, and that was it was when um, Kawaja hit him over his head for six. But apart from that, he really controlled the batters. He got us um, an excellent wicket of um, Jack Clayton in the first innings, and he had um, Bryce Street dropped that slip in the in the second as well. So um, you know, I thought he performed um, bloody well in his first game. So the, the, the signs are great. I noticed it, so the Prime Minister's eleven looks like a straight-out shootout with the three openers, Cam Bancroft, Marcus Harris and Matt Renshaw, all picked for that game. <laughs> Are we about to see a bat-off? An old-fashioned bat-off, Jared. Yeah. I reckon um, interesting, isn't it? Yeah, You'd like to think the Aussie collectors um, have someone in mind uh, and, and one-off game doesn't necessarily sway them, but... You know, you get in these situations and, and if someone can do something incredible under pressure, um, that always speaks well. So, um, yeah, we could be seeing an old-fashioned batter. Do you think when the time comes they will pick one of the three specialist openers or um, or could they do other things within the lineup to get Green and Marsh into the same team and, and open with one who's already in the batting lineup? Uh Good question. I hadn't really thought about it, to be honest. Um, uh, it's a tough one. I think, you know, sometimes do, do you pick your best six batters or do you pick um, um, the best six players for those particular roles? So uh, I think the, the opening one um, is, a, is such a specialist one. You know, you'd, you'd like to think that they would go with the uh, the specialist opener and not, not kind of mix and match. Um, but if that's what they have to do, if they feel like you know that's the way they're going to get all their players in, they might do that. But I, you know, I'd like to see Marcus Harris get a get a crack. I think he's you know he's ready to go. The the worth of having so we know that the the domestic summer has to have the big chunk in the middle for the BBL. What have you thought of the balance of being able to play six Shield games in a block to get it all underway before the long recess? Um. Oh, it's a tough one. I mean, you know, you can't... The, the, the BBL's here to stay. It's not going anywhere. So um, you've got to accept what, what it is and then and then work around that, really. And, and you know, if we can get uh, six games in here, four games after in a final, then, you know, I think, I think the players will still be um, happy with, with that. It, it, it's interesting. You know, I'm... I'm quite a stickler for preparation, which probably wouldn't surprise you, Jared. But um, this this week, uh, we've had probably a couple of things that have been um, difficult to, to control um, and probably not worried about it too much just because the guys have played so much cricket now um, that, you know, they don't need an extra training session or, or whatever. So, um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of cricket. Um, it, it's, it can be a bit of a tough balance, but, you know, playing cricket... For a living, he's not the worst job in the world. So, um, you know, I, th- I think we're, we're just going to make do. Terrific, Chris. The very best of luck in Adelaide. And beyond that, we'll look forward to catching up with you across the test summer. Thanks, Jared. Chris Rogers, Victoria's coach. Here's Nathan in the newsroom.